This is Veronica Ortiz Rodriguez from Car Chaos. Hey, this is Cam Pipes from Three Inches of Blood. This is Missy Avila from Your Chance to Die. This is Brittany Slace from Unleash the Archers. This is Sean Peck from Cage and Death Dealer. You're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Has there ever been a better name for a podcast? No. So turn it up! Greetings, metal listeners. This is Gomp Dog, and I'm coming to you from somewhere south of heaven in the Great Metal Debate Podcast Studios. We have another exciting metal artist interview for you today. Every artist we've interviewed on the podcast brings something unique. This musician brings something truly legendary. This time we have Ross the Boss. That's right, Ross the Boss Friedman from Man of War, The Dictators, Manitoba's Wild Kingdom, and most recently performing with Death Dealer. We are truly honored to have a musician of Ross's stature on the podcast. We'll get right into it. Here is Brian's interview with the one and only Ross the Boss Friedman. Great Metal Debate fans, Brian, we have something truly special tonight. Live from New York City, talking with us tonight, our special guest is none other than Ross the Boss. That's right, Dictator, Man of War, Ross the Boss Band, and his current band of Metal Mashers, Death Dealer. Ross, how are you tonight? I'm fine, Brian. Thanks to be here. Man, it's really good. I'll tell you what, let's jump right into questions here. I, I always like to start with the beginning of any journey, Ross. Like, um, right. did you have a point... When you first heard some great song, some legendary guitar player, or like metal that was like a religious experience, you know, that uh, that moment where even if they didn't call you it yet, you could kind of say it's the point where Ross the Boss was born? Yeah, there was kind of like when um, I'm older than everybody. I come from uh, a different kind of different period. And when I saw the Beatles on TV when I was very little, yeah. I was like, it was so powerful. You know, so powerful watching them on TV. I mean, yeah. you know, it pretty, pretty much changed the world when they went on TV here. Yeah. Um, changed the face of music. And then when I was growing up uh, in the in the '60s, in the you know, I was very little. But when when 1967 right. had Cream with Eric Clapton, uh huh, Jimi Hendrix, Jimi yeah. Hendrix experience, and you had. You know, the first Led Zeppelin in 69, but Cream right. Cream started Cream started 67. So, pretty much, you know, the, the electric guitar really became front and center in all rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, yeah. How old were you when you saw the Beatles there? Oh, I was six. <laughs> so young, yeah. Ago. That's cool. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it was. But it was still a, a left lasting impression on me, um, yeah. how powerful rock and roll was. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Ross, in, in, in looking at uh, um, 
you know, I was looking a little more extensively for the, the interview here. It's your band and recording history. I, I quit counting at 19 bands and about 50 albums. That's that's a very <laughs> prolific recording career. Uh, I mean, you spent yeah. several decades. You know, you're going yeah. strong. You, you seem to stick with the people you play with. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, you know, I've always said that I, I love playing with my friends. I consider everyone still my friends. I mean, I, I even consider Manowar still my friends. Even yeah. though we don't talk, um, sure. you know, I, you know, I, it, it's it, to me, it's 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 an honor to play, you know, and yeah. and I'm just, you know, I, I'm always playing with my friends. I still play with Shaking Street. I worked on all that, and yeah, yeah. So you know, if, if, listen, I get the call from Manuel one day. You never know. Oh, that's excellent. That'd be great. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of people ask me that. I go, this is not my decision. So. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I leave uh, I leave all that old baggage behind me, and I don't I don't move forward in my life with with uh, with with uh, full bags, bad yeah. memories. But, you know. Well, that's that's one thing. I mean, you 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 stick with the people that you play with. I like that. But I've also heard you talk about playing with new talent out there. Could you talk a little bit about why you think that's important? Like young bands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah. I mean, uh, the um, heavy metal. Rock and roll has to, you know, listen, we need, the lifeblood is, is young, young bands, Yeah. you know, and um, young metal bands. Uh, I'm just going to give these guys a plug. My, my nephew, Lance Barnwalt, here in, in uh, Queens, Middle Village, they have a band called Fate, Fate Breaks Dawn, and, and everybody should really check them out because they're absolutely incredible. They're an incredible metal band. I mean, the singer is, uh, Mike Katoya is an unbelievable talent. Two great guitar players. I mean, great band. Great band. Yeah. I produce some of this stuff. Um, definitely go on, go on, go on um, and check them out. Fate Breaks Dawn, really. And I think, I think young bands, you know, yeah. I don't think um, maybe they'll never be a, a wave, you know, like the 80s, like uh, right. Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Man of War, Slayer, you know, Anthrax, right. Megadeth. I don't think maybe it, not to that extent. But uh-huh. hopefully, hopefully there are some bands that are going to break through and inspire new generations of metal of metal musicians. Oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Well, but, you know, listen, young bands are bands are important. I, I encourage them greatly. Yeah, I think that's very cool of you to do, especially with someone you know so influential as yourself. But let's uh, let's talk a little bit about metal. Then it's it's splintered over the last ten years, kind of. Uh, part of the great metal debate is I'm a child of the 80s and my partner loves the more modern stuff, and we argue about that all the time. But there's so yeah. many different styles, you know, power metal, death metal, melodic death metal, thrash, symphonic metal. Do, do you like uh, some of the newer genres, and where do you sure. see metal heading in the future? Um, I don't go out of my way to listen to new things. I mean, I'm just too busy. But yeah. um, I, I'll give you an example of how metal should be. Right. I just completed uh, a Death Dealer. We just did the Metal All Stars tour, right? And we of of Eastern Europe and Death Dealer opened for uh, Back Wild. Uh huh. Lost the Ball, uh, Joey Belladonna, Max Caballero. Okay, right. now Max, you know those guys are completely different. Everyone was completely different. You had Thrash, Max Cutler, something different. Udo, right. you know, the German metal. I, I mean, we weren't all playing the same kind of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but 
amazingly, everyone loved everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, See, let me stick with metal. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, so go ahead. ahead. I interrupted. No, I just think that that metal it should be together. I don't think I don't think people from things, you know. Yeah. I think yeah. there's only two types of music in this world: uh, yeah. good music and bad music. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. You know, so I believe I believe that uh, people should should have more of a united front, and it's amazing. No matter where we go, no matter what language. Speaking uh-huh. the country, the language is metal. The language yeah. is rock and roll and metal, and 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 that's it's amazing what what that does. I mean, we everybody understands everybody. It's yeah, like it's a worldwide. It's a worldwide brotherhood and sisterhood of 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 yeah. of music fans, and it's great. And yeah, and yeah. I think the, the great thing about the about the internet, it's really sewn us all together. Oh yeah, definitely, you know, definitely. Everybody knows everything. Yeah, you can get your hands on anything now. Let, let me just let me expand on that a little. You, you know, in addition to to opening the European Metal All Stars Tour with Death Dealer, which we're going to talk about in a second, you were also billed as one of the European Metal All Stars. Now, I hope Ross that you know what a legend you are to so many fans. I mean, and and, and how much people think of what you've done for this uh, for this type of music and just music in general. What's it like carrying that title? You know, I just keep on going on making music. Or, oh, I'm, I mean, those, I'm those, sorry, Ross. You're Ross. You're breaking up there for a second. I'm sorry. Would you start that one again? I, I just said I, I just never, I never realized it. I know you know it's uh, you know I we just made the records that we had to make that we wanted to make in the beginning. You know, yeah. those those first six records were. I mean, we we ripped off for the record a year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very honored about it, and I get compliments every single day about it. And um, you know, it's just, you know, I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy about it. Yeah. Well, you know, compliments well earned. Now, tell the truth, Ross. Did you get in any just sort of good old-fashioned jam sessions on that tour? You know, just sit down with Zach or somebody else and play. Yeah, we played a lot of stuff. We, but, you know, it was just just to get there because we chatted to every show. Um, there wasn't a lot of time. There wasn't a lot. Of time. We'd have some some classic nights. Yeah, there. yeah, excellent. All right, uh, now let's see. Let's all right, Ross. Let's talk Death Dealer for a second. It's you, Stu Marshall, Sean Peck, Mike Davis, and Steve Balinese. Listen yeah. to that first self-titled album, Death Dealer, and listen to the live videos from the European tour. I can honestly say that I love this band, and I am as excited for this second album as any metal I've been in recent history. What, what do you like playing about these guys? And, and I've heard you say this is not a side project. This is your band now. You know, what, oh, yeah. what, what's great about it? Well, I, I, I I've, I've met a bunch of guys that I could write songs with, that I could... We could be in the same, you know, we could really like, we'd like to be on stage together. I mean, we uh-huh. just have this, this, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, again, I mean, we do have a, yeah. I mean, we, a, a respect, um, you know, when we go on stage, what everybody, whatever anyone else has done has no, no, no matter to whatsoever to anyone. You understand? Yeah. It doesn't matter right. what anyone else has done, who I am, who, and it doesn't matter. We're That's just five new five new knuckleheads on stage. 
<laughs> you know. That's true. <laughs> and, now, uh, you, good. you guys are working on the second album, right? Uh, That's correct. Uh, yes. uh, what's that writing process like with Stu and Sean? Writing's changed over over the years, too. What, what's it like? Well, we did a lot of work on the road together, but most of our work is done on the Internet. And Because um, yeah. Stu's in Australia, Sean's in San Diego, and I'm in New York City, and, you know, Mike, Mike L.A., Steve. So we, we do a lot of it. I mean, Internet has really, I mean, it's the only way for us. So um, yeah. we trade in song. Uh, trading ideas. Yeah. How about this solo? How about that solo? You know, and that's good. It's good. It's a cool. daily basis that the project moves forward. Yeah. What What's the progress on the album? How far along are you? We have nine songs. Uh, we continue to write more songs, which is amazing. Um, yeah. You know, I came up with this. Blah 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 blah. Stu yeah. and Sean came up with a, a brand new song. And um, excited about it. You know, so listen, when, when it comes time to really putting the CD out, we'll, have a, we'll, have, we'll amass more songs than we need, which is always which is always a good thing. Yeah, great. Now, uh, Ross, I like to call this the lightning round. If you just give me some one word or one or two sentence answers, uh, who's your favorite guitar hero? BB King. BB King. Uh, what's one of your favorite Man of War songs? One of my favorite? Each Stone yeah. I Die. Each Stone I Die. Excellent. What's the hardest Death Dealer solo to play for that you play? Uh, um, uh, Death Dealer. Death Dealer, okay. How do you yeah. get up for a show when you're down? I know you've had practice at this for many years. How, how do you do it? Zone out. Zone out, the, zone out the noise. Oh, okay. You believe in Ghost Ross? Oh, I'm sorry, you cut out there. Do you, do you believe in ghosts, Ross? Ghosts? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. What was your favorite show from the recent Death Dealer tour? Moscow. Moscow, cool. All right, now, uh, anything you ever wanted to be asked on uh, on an interview and nobody asked you, like maybe about the cage or something like that? Uh, I didn't ask about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been, I don't know. I think people do ask us everything. I don't. Yeah. Well, I figured as much. I thought I'd give it a try, though. Now, um, now you also are touring with the dictators right now. Is that is it is it going on right now? Yeah, correct. Um, last Saturday, last Saturday we played in Chicago. Um, uh -huh. We flew into Chicago. We had a great, great show at the Empty Bottle Club in uh, Chicago. There's about 650 people there. Um, we. We have 17 shows in August in Europe, Central Europe. Wow. We have uh, we're playing at the Fun Fun. We're doing a Spanish tour, October, middle October, November. We have a, I think we have a date at the Fun 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 Fest in Austin uh -huh. on the, I don't know, we'll say 7th, 8th, and 9th of November, and then Death Dealer is going to pick it up, and after that. Excellent, excellent. All right. Where can fans get merchandise? Uh, did you, you I'm get, sorry, Ross. You said you were breaking up right there. DeathDealer.co, is that what you said? Yes, DeathDealer.co. And let okay. me see. I'm going to give you the, the Dictators. Dictators NYC. Hold on. Let, okay. me, let me get you the, the official. Uh, hold on. We have an online shop. Yeah, yeah. The Internet has changed everything, hasn't it? 
That's right. FadersNYC.com. Okay, excellent. Now, we'll have those up on our Facebook page. And for all you true metal fans, you need to check out Death Dealers. They are proof that real metal isn't dead. I, and I mean that. Um, Ross, I want to end at just sort of a, a, I don't know if this will be a tribute to you or not, but it certainly is a, a testimony to what you guys have meant in my life. Uh, um, I've passed out twice in my life from headbanging. And one of those times was while listening to the Kings of Metal. You know, you guys were screaming, kick their ass, and the next thing I know, I'm staring at the ceiling, laying on the ground, and it was a great experience. <laughs> All right, well, Ross, listen, thank you very much. I very much appreciate the interview. Okay. That's it for Thanks our special interview with Ross the Boss on the Great Metal Debate. Keep listening for our next session as Gomthog and I debate, argue, and probably fist fight about all things metal. We're out. <laughs>